0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. Uh, The week after the Open Championship, the majors of 2022 are all done. And wow, I mean, Elk, what an amazing end to the Open. With your outright winner pick going on to lift the claret jug.
0: I did indeed pick the winner last week, Diane, but, you know, a lot of people picked Cam Smith. They were, He was one of the favourites. And, you know, I think more more importantly, um, it turned out to be exactly what we thought, which was a lot of people are going to hit a lot of greens. We saw Rory McIlroy hit all, all 18 greens on Sunday, yeah. had 36 putts. Yeah. The difference maker at St. Andrews is going to be that putting, and it was never more exposed on the back nine on Sunday when uh cam smith started rolling them in he hadn't he had seven less putts on the back nine than rory McIlroy. i was out playing golf with my son sam we got in we got back to watch the telecast uh when rory drove the green at number 10 and mm-hmm. at the same time cam smith had, had just birdied nine and 10 i think and then he was hit a pretty good shot on 11 we saw rory lag that 100 foot putt down to about like that and i thought well there's two shot lead but That was really it. The momentum all switched then, and I think Rory McIlroy realized that he was in for a battle with Cam Smith coming down the stretch because it's hard for me to describe to you how good a putter Cam Smith is because, you know, for him to make those putts, Diane, he's got to have that beautiful read first you got to read the putt. Tiger Woods is the best at this, and so is Cam Smith. I think, Tiger, I think Cam Smith's even a better putter than Tiger, even if that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Tiger always put the line down. Cam doesn't. He just goes with a, a plain white ball. He turns it over so he doesn't see anything. For those guys to be able to continually read the green exactly perfectly, then put the blade right on it and knock it in almost on dead speed is incredible talent. And it, it really showed you... The difference between superhuman putting like Cam Smith and sort of, I don't want to say average putting because Rory McElroy was 18 under for the tournament and putting very well. However, it was miles apart coming down the stretch.
1: It was amazing. Um, Cam is just unbelievable to watch on the greens and it was that putt on 17. It was like superhuman for him to save par on 17 which really, you know, in my mind and I had picked Rory as the outright winner so (laughs) it's very hard to root against Cam though Um, but in my mind when he saved par on 17 it was was over and done with but there are a lot of rumours circulating this week regarding Live Golf. And um, the next Live Golf tournament in Bedminster is coming up. We're going to do a show on that later in the week. And um, I'm sure there's going to be some confirmation announcements over the next couple of days. So we'll jump back on and talk about all the rumors and, uh, and everything else that we know. But we're on to the 3M Open in Blaine, Minnesota, for uh, well, TBC Twin Cities is the venue. And we only have. Three events left on the PGA Tour schedule before the FedEx Cup playoffs begin. And that is really going to feed into our picks this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the time of year, Diane, with three events left where every player in the field is almost in not panic mode, but they're in very much aware where they are in the money list mode. It's different when you're out on the West Coast and you start in Hawaii, you're talking, you know, you're, you're just playing golf, you're not thinking about you're keeping your card for next year. But this this week, Diane, everybody that's, say, not in the, in the top 90, every person has a distinct reason for being in Minnesota. They're either looking for the first win that they may have, you know, uh, you know, tried to get all season. Uh, they're looking to stay in tight to of the top 125. There's guys that are outside the 150. If with a good week, they could get conditional status for next year. So every single person is looking to improve very quickly. They've got three events left. This course, I know it well. I played it on Champions Tour here a couple of times. It's given up some big hitters, Diane, uh, Cameron Champ, and, and young Matt Wolf when he first came on the scene. I'm sort of stacking my team a little bit that way this week, but I'm also keeping a, a keen eye on what, where is everybody on the FedEx and where are they going to do that kangaroo jump, as we say in Australia, to get into <laughs> where they got their ticket for next year.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at big hitters this week, but also the shorter hitters, I'm looking at great iron play um, and and approach that. I mean, looking at the course, there's a lot of water on this course, isn't there, as you can see behind me, and and large greens, the greens in regulation percentage for this tournament is super high. And um, looking at Cameron Champ last year, who won this to clinch his third PGA Tour title, um, he was like way up there in driving distance but when it came to accuracy I think he was like 90 somethings so that really shows you um, you also don't have to be the best putter I read that the greens are the third easiest to read on the PGA tour. So that's really interesting.
0: Whatever that means, right? Yeah, it, right. It depends, who, depends who's reading it, I guess, but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I only say that because that really plays into one of my picks this week, looking at his stats. Because um, you know I like to have three ways to justify my guys. <laughs> but the other thing that I love um, is – We've had this is the fourth time that this tournament's been played. and the three winners, Matt Wolf, Michael Thompson, and Cameron Champ, all to start the week were over a hundred to one. So, Matt Wolf and Cameron Champ were 125 to one. Michael Thompson was 100 to one, which really opens it up. And it's cool to see that because even though we do have some, you know, really highlight names in the field this week, you really have to look down and think of this as such an opportunity week for someone, as you said, to really make moves in the, in the FedEx Cup standings.
0: That's what it's all about this week, Diane. You know, um, Guys are jockeying, trying to get their tickets set for next year. Some of our players, Patton Fezire is there. He's 119th on the money list. He needs a good week just to get a look over his shoulder and go, okay, I'm safe. You know, JT Poston, who won two weeks ago, is there. He would have to be one of my favorites. I'm not picking him this week. But just the confidence that he has from winning two weeks ago at uh, Quad Cities or the John Deere. Going over and experience the Open Championship. Then you've got all the guys that were playing in Barracuda. I watched the end of the end of that on TV. The last nine um, on Sunday. Chez Reeb is there, of course. Very straight hitter. Played that course perfectly last week. There was a bunch of guys who were playing well there. My my roommate Billy Ray Brown was on the call and enjoyed. Sam and I enjoyed listening to Billy Ray talking away as 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 usual. Uh, And then you've got the guys coming over from St. Andrews that have got some momentum as well. I'm looking very closely at a couple of guys. One of them is my top pick this week that's gone over to St. Andrews and had a good week.
1: Okay, I'm interested. I have no idea who your picks are. Normally, I have a little bit of an idea, but um, I know that you were really looking at the FedEx Cup standings and we're going to go deep into that. But let's launch in with our outright favourites. You have the honours since your guy won last week.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I'm taking a player that's played good all season and then has messed up a couple of times not to win and he went over and played in the Open Championship and played really well. Um, when I start to think of um, uh, Will Zalatoris, he almost never disappoints, Will Zalatoris, that is, when he gets in the big tournaments. He hasn't won yet on the PGA Tour, but he's almost a, he is a household name. Every single person that watches golf knows who Will Zalatoris is and it's amazing to me that he hasn't, quite pushed through on some of these events. However, I'm looking at a guy who's had a couple of second-place finishes, completely gave the tournament away in Hartford, went over to the Open Championship, plays a power fade off the tee, Mm. which is the dead opposite of what Cam Smith does, put his ball in play and had a super Open Championship. I think he was around about the top 10 or 15 I'm talking about Sahith Fagala. He's one of the longest hitters. This course behind you gives you tons and tons of room to hit the ball. We saw Cameron Champ. We saw Matthew Wolf. Sahith Fagala is almost a mold of those two. Long hitter, not the greatest putter, but very aggressive. And I think he's going to stamp it out. He's going to do what he's, he's, he's had two events this year that have just, He's given away Diane.
1: I know. And um, we know that the scoring is going to be low this week. He, when it comes to making birdies, Tagala is the man. So I love that. The only thing that was a little question mark for me, I almost picked him, but. He's been playing so much golf and as you say, played the Open, flying straight to Minnesota. But then I was like, no, he's, he's young. He can bounce back from the jet lag. He's
0: like, he's like 22 years old or something.
1: <laughs> OK, well, I'm going with a young guy as well in Davis Riley. And another one who he's just been knocking on the door all season since he finished runner-up at the Valspar earlier this year. But um, this could be a perfect week for Davis Riley. He's 25 to one, so it goes against my whole long shot theory for this tournament. But I mean, six top tens, including that runner up finish. He's sitting 12th in birdie average for the season, 12th in total driving, and 16th in putting. And he's number 23 in the FedEx Cup standings. So, I mean, he's golden, but. Everyone's got their own goals and he's going to be looking to take it all the way to Eastlake for the, the playoff finale. So I just think um, opportunity week, great week for Davis Riley to do something.
0: I would have picked him if um, I had him as my second one this week, but I'm glad you got him because he's, he's fallen into that mold that, you know, just what you said, he's another one that we're looking at really close to yeah. break through. Great yeah. swing, by the way, probably the best looking golf swing out there other than, Zalatoris just picture perfect great
1: okay great well, um, what odds are you getting for Thagala?
0: I've got uh, I got him at uh, 25 to 1 which okay. the, everybody knows I guess they're all on him yeah. uh, he's one of the favourites this week okay. but I, I think for him he's just a length off the tee very aggressive player plays the power fade and mm-hmm. and I particularly like him because as I go through this course in my mind there's just tons of room for him to start the driver. He can absolutely let it go on this course, so that's why I'm that's why I'm picking him.
1: My my dark horse is a very long hitter too, but we'll get to that shortly. We're on to our ones to watch. Good. So guys with slightly higher odds, um, I'll go first because my guy. Yep last week was sitting 126th in the fedex cup standings but he played the barracuda and finished third had a great week and it's jumped him up to 98th so how great for him knowing that his place in the first playoff event at least is locked in and i am it's my fellow scotsman martin laird now he he's had a pretty good season but the putter has just been ice cold You know, he's not a massive hitter, but he's accurate. He's 12th in accuracy and 31st in greens and reg. And I looked at his stats from last week, and he was actually 7th in putting at the Barracuda. So, that's encouraging plus the fact that he finished t13 at the travelers not long ago and then obviously that third place so there's been a bit of a turn in form the greens are large here we're talking about slightly easier greens especially compared to what we've been seeing over the past few weeks but i think that um martin laird is kind of picking up some pace at this point in the season he's only 40 to one i thought he was going to be a little bit longer odds but obviously after that third place finish a lot of people are going to be on him as well but um i'm looking at martin leard this week to do something
0: big i saw i watched the golf on uh, i watched it on sunday i'm looking at a guy that's played good all year as well um 80 to one is this man and i think i told you uh, on the west coast that i watched his instagram feed and how good he swings swings the golf club and how good a putter he is Uh, i'm talking about bo hostler he's had a really good year played great at pebble beach i mean what is left for guys like Bo Hossler, you know, Davis Riley, you know, all these guys, so Fagala, they're all looking for that first win. win. And Bo Hossler's card is safe for next year. Where's his mindset? He's one of the few guys that are up there this week that are just clean brain, just like, Hey, I've got nothing to lose. I'm going for everything. I'm going to see what, how low I can shoot. So I'm looking at 80 to one and which is a really good number on him, Diane, <laughs> Watched him last week practicing out in California. So Bo Hostler is my is my one to watch.
1: Okay, I thought for sure you were going to go with Chris Gotteroff again this week. <laughs> he's
0: well, said- I got him. I got him further back. I got okay. him further back, but he's only forty. He's only forty five to one. I, I I do have him back in the back, but yeah. I'm going to put him with a five hundred to one, uh, Diane. So we yes. can. Split the difference.
1: <laughs> the, the thing about Chris is I just, uh, we've got to mention him because looking at his game, it's very similar to Cameron Champs who won here last <laughs> year. And then you look at Matt Wolf, who won this event in his fourth PGA Tour start. Got her up as this is going to be his seventh PGA Tour start. So again, you know, two really good T seven in Puerto Rico, T four at the John Deere just a few weeks ago, um, and huge hitter off the tee. So
0: where where is Goddard up on FedEx or he, can he not even accumulate points because he's a non member?
1: No, he doesn't have any because I was looking at a season long stats and there's nothing coming up for him. So he's a, okay. he's not like a, a fully fledged member. So. Um, kind of had to look at his, his John Deere stats, is what I looked at for him, just to kind of compare to Cameron Champ's game.
0: Do you have any stats on here? How much money he's made? Because he would be he'd be inching inside of the top one hundred and fifty, I would think, to be temporary membership for next year, which is uh, interesting. Let
1: me see. He's made uh, four hundred and twenty-two thousand this season.
0: Yeah, so. right. he he'll be looking to join the tour next year in the 150 category, that would be very, that would be a big jump. And, you know, of course, he could do better than that this week.
1: Okay, so you have a 500 to 1 as your dark horse.
0: Well, Chris Goddorup is my other dark horse. (laughs) Yes, I do have a 500 to 1. Remember a name back at 3M, and in the middle of COVID, in the middle of these Black Lives Matter riots, Ricky Walensky was up there and he was wearing a rubber band that was supporting the police. And people Aww. had the audacity had the audacity to tell him that they wanted the tour to make him take it off because they were so mad at the police. Can you imagine? And he was he almost won this tournament. He's 500 to 1 back in this tournament. Uh, I would like to see him play well. This is an absolute heart pick for me, Diane. Okay. Ricky Walensky at 500 to 1. I'm putting him in there with Goddard up as my dark horses. up's not truly a, a dark horse at uh, 45 to 1. However, Ricky Walensky must like this golf course, clearly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I like that. And huge odds. <laughs> as we know, the long shot can prevail here. My guy's 130 to 1, so he's he's definitely a long shot, but nowhere near yours. I've picked him so much over the Hayden, last...
0: Hayden Buckley, I bet. Hayden no. Buckley, Hayden Buckley. no, no.
1: no, no, no. Callum in Buckley was 130 to 1. Oh was he? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going with Englishman Callum Tarrin. Um, and I've picked him a lot lately. He had that great finish at the US Open, but he's sitting at 144 in the FedEx Cup standings. So if he wants to break into the 125, really has to do something. He's a huge hitter. <laughs> so Obviously, you know, we talked about the fact that distance off the tee is going to be really advantageous this week. He finished T6 at the John Deere just a few weeks ago, 22nd at the Barracuda last weekend. But um, yeah, I really like Callum Tarrin. Seventh week in a row of playing. And there's been a couple of miscuts in there. So it's not like he's played four days for seven weeks. So that's a lot of golf. And you have to think, he's hungry for it. Like the only reason you're going to play that much is if one, (laughs) you really want to do something and two, you've got that momentum.
0: And how much money has he won? Because that'll tell us where Goddard up is at 420,000 if we know that he's at one, you said 144th.
1: Yeah, so 144th and he's made... Just over $650,000 this year.
0: So we know that we know by that little stat that um, uh, Goddara is outside of the 150 currently. Yeah. So that gives him a big incentive. And even your man has got to get a bit further down the track. But he's also got to watch behind him that uh-huh. the 150 doesn't go past him as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right then. So I'm going for Callum Tarrant at one thirty to one. You have Richie Wierenski at five hundred to one.
0: Um, Hayden, Buck- Hayden Buckley, who's fifteenth in driving and fourteenth in greens and reg, is one hundred and thirty to one, which is probably my pick, but uh, my true dark horse. But I'm going to putting him in there. I'm putting him in there with it. Okay. He's had a great season as well.
1: A few other guys that I think it's worth mentioning. Ricky Fowler's playing this week. It's getting a little bit desperate for Ricky, who's sitting at 129 in the standings yeah. and really has to do something. Um, so Ricky, you know, it's a little bit of a heart pick looking at him this week. But you kind of have to. You have to think, like, it's desperate times for Fowler now.
0: Just, Justin D- uh, Jason Day is in there as well playing this week at, I think, 110 on the FedEx Cup. Uh, Ricky Fowler now has found himself in this position two years in a row. We talked about him last year at this exact event about barely making his card for the next year. Um, You know, I can't speak of what's going on with Ricky. You know, he's one of the great talents we've seen on tour for a long time, married with the children now and with a child. Don't know what's going on, but a great kid. Obviously, we got to see him on tour. We got to see the orange gear on Sunday.
1: Yeah, the thing about Ricky is he's always going to get um, sponsor exemptions i'm not sure what his his pga tour status is you know when it comes to being exempt but ricky's one of these guys that people want him at their tournaments so he's going to be safe when it comes to sponsor exemptions but he doesn't want to rely on that like he needs to he needs to do something uh, jason day is at 122 right now in the standings he's playing this week so you'd expect something from him um, looking at the guys on the bubble stephen yeager at 125 kramer hickok at 124 uh, grayson sig at 126 the other thing about i'm looking at the standings right now the live guys are still noted in the pga tour fedex cup standings on their website so obviously you know those guys are going to be taken out at some point which is going to change things a little bit
0: yeah as you noted um I think two weeks ago, it, as the live guys get suspended from the PGA Tour, they they'll essentially be pulled off the money list, and everybody will move up. If they pull six guys off, you'll move up six spots yeah. if you're below those guys. So, very interesting. Uh, of course, the guys that are out there that are sitting back, they'll love moving up a spot, Diane, or five spots. Incredible opportunity for them. So. You know, I don't know what's going to happen to the live guys, but there's a, there's a storm brewing on the horizon for the PGA Tour, Diane. We're getting very, very close to losing 30 of the top players on the PGA Tour. That is, for anyone that imagines, that that's not going to – they've said that, oh, these guys are past their primes. Well, no, they're not. They're not past their primes. They're, they're some of the biggest draws they have on the PGA Tour, when you talk about Dustin Johnson, Brooks Koepka, uh, Phil Mickelson, these are the three biggest crowd pullers they have out there. Um, is a storm brewing and it sounds like the uh, there's some lightning in that storm coming over the horizon as well that we're going to hear more about this week.
1: Yeah, and uh, there's a reason why neither of us looked at Hideki Matsuyama as a pick this week because there's a lot of rumours circulating that he's going to be going. He's in the field for the 3M Open right now um, along with Tony Finau, really the, the headline name, but um, kind of staying away from him while these rumours are circulating because... You just don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and we'll get we'll we'll do another show this week. We might even get our friend Pat Perez, who's playing live next week. Uh, my son Sam will be going to the live event next week, Diane. So we'll have a live uh, uh, interview with Sam. He's going to be up there. And um, can,
1: we can we get him a media? Can we get him a media credential? Us,
0: <laughs> giving us a report. Oh, no. He's all set on credentials. Pat <laughs> Perez is taking him in uh, the VIP.
1: Amazing. Oh, well, we'll definitely, we've got eyes on the ground then for next week. But yeah, as we said at the start, there's a lot of rumours circulating around Live Golf already this week. Uh, Cam Smith, probably the biggest one after winning the Open Championship. um, If Cam
0: Smith goes to Live being the current Players' Champion and the current Open Champion, like I said, there's a big storm on the horizon for the Tour
1: yeah yeah okay gosh oh my gosh right anyway watch this space because as soon as news breaks we're going to be back and we'll do another show but we're also going to enjoy the 3m open this week as we said really counting down to the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs it's a really important time in the season with this and then only two other events left next week it's the rocket mortgage in Detroit so we'll be back and we'll give you our full tour report then
0: Podcast Network.